0: It's your radio, the future of radio.
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We come to you from the little town of Richmond, Maine. I'm mainly Lowy and my co host, Corey Live. Invite you to join us this evening to just chit chat if you'd like to. I have a few stories to tell. Uh, And
2: before we let her tell her stories, we've got to invite you to call in, and you do that over the phone with the number 646 716 9034. That's 646-716-9034. Or you can click to talk if you're listening to the Blog Talk page. And whoopee, look, they have a new chat room, by the way. Have you noticed it?
1: This new chat room that Blog Talk Talk Radio has given us is stupendous. Uh, I'm sitting here. I have dragonflies and butterflies and clouds and sunny skies, and it's just very attractive. Uh, We have emoticons. We have... Text that we can change to beautiful fonts and beautiful colors so our life can be cheery and bright. Thank you, Blog Talk Radio. Good job. Uh, I'm pretty impressed, and I know that all of our callers and our chatters will absolutely have a blast
0: with this new chat room.
1: Um, my understanding is that Blog Talk Radio will be continuing to enhance your radio experiences. I think this is super for uh, You, the listener, the chatter, the most important person on Blog Talk Radio is you to all of us. And we invite you to join us every Friday night for serious business and not so serious business. And tonight it's not very serious. Um, My co host and I, Corey, have uh, spent the day together today. And we went shopping. And the first thing we did was we bought a weed whacker, and I have my first gas weed whacker, and I went outside with it after I got home and got it put together, and I whacked weeds, and let me tell you what, picture this if you will, I'm a tall lady, I'm five foot seven. I weigh about 123 pounds, and I have this gas weed whacker. And I'm going to tell you what, if you've seen those pictures of that dog with the lady flapping on the end of the leash with her feet up in the air, well, baby, let me tell you, that was me tonight with this gas weed whacker. It's a home light, and I'm going to tell you, this thing is stupendous. I love it. I love my weed whacker. So, to make a long story short, check out these weed whackers that are gas. They're pretty terrific. So, Corey and I came home. And I got very busy. I said, "Let's barbecue." So I threw some corn on the cob and some chicken breasts. And can we say breast. Yeah, you can. We can say chicken breast. Well, I threw chicken breasts on well, the on the grill. You could call it more literally, hube if you I wanted. Could. Well, no, it's just chicken breast. And so I threw them on the grill and some spinach. And what else did we? Have? Oh no, what else did we have? We oh, potatoes. baked potatoes. And uh, oh, we have a call coming in. There's no way we can take that, is there? No, we'll no, lose our not. show. Well, we don't want to lose our show. Well, we don't. But that's not what I'll because call. this is just so much more important. So anyway, dinner is cooking on the barbecue grill. I, I cooked it. I baked a cake to go with our strawberries, our fresh strawberries. And we all went in. My husband Walt, more commonly known as I'm your main man. My son, Corey Live, and me, mainly Loey, we all journeyed into the dining room and sat down to enjoy a nice barbecued meal, and we kept hearing noises at the front door, and Corey said to me, who's at our front door? I says, I don't know. I'll go look. So I went oh, out. Excuse said, well, me. Well, good Lord.
2: I just I just burped because of dinner, people. I mean, isn't this great radio? <laughs> well,
1: we're live. <laughs> Definitely gets Corey live. Just keep it on the burp end, and um, so anyway, I go out to the front door, and Corey follows me, and there's nobody there. I said, "Well, I don't know what that noise was. Maybe we're haunted." So we journeyed back into the dining room, sat down to eat our meal, and my husband, I'm your main man, says, "I just seen a furry tail run across the living room." I said, "Oh, come on." And we're sitting there and we're eating, and Corey says, Oh my God! I just seen a squirrel run across the kitchen floor! Actually, I can do it for you. Oh my God! Oh my God! There's a, there's a, what's that thing? There's a, I see a squirrel! And, That's how it happened. I said, You guys are crazy. There's no squirrel in the house. Well, guess what? I said, Oh my God! There is a squirrel in the kitchen. Well, sure enough, there was a squirrel in the house. It's just a little baby. It was probably from the tip of its tail to the tip of its little nose. It was probably eight inches long. I oh, don't know. I ain't going near. That's that's a pretty tiny little squirrel. So, uh, it headed off into the back bedroom, where a window was open, which does happen to have a screen. Unfortunately, in this particular instance, and here's this little tiny squirrel just clutching that screen wanting to go outside so bad. Of course, it's upstairs. If he'd went outside, it would have been one heck of a long fall down. So my husband has this thing that you hold one end, and on the other end is these grippers, and it's about maybe two and a half foot long, if that long. So I grab those, and I'm going to catch this baby squirrel and get it outside. Now, this is the point where Corey should have really had his uh, camera out. We could have given you some pictures. I'm just going to have to give you word pictures, but you could have visited uh, Facebook, where I have a Facebook, and you're welcome to join. You could have uh, went over to MySpace, where I would have posted them. You could, uh, can you twi- Can you, do you put pictures on Twitter? Can you tweet and picture? Uh, I, yes, you can tweet pictures. You can. can you picture tweet? Can yes. you see a tweet picture? I want a tweet picture. So anyway, Corey didn't do that because Corey was sitting in the dining room with his feet up in the chair screaming. (gasps) Screaming. I wasn't screaming. Call the police. Call the animal control. Call, not police,
2: but call animal control. Get rid of that stinking thing. It was running by my feet. And I'm not going to lie, it ran through the dining room, and I was sitting in the back chair. And it put its front legs up on the leg of the chair that it would have put its spine. It would have been on me.
1: Corey's hallucinating. It would have
2: been on me if it hadn't, if Mom hadn't came with that thingy that, Pokey thingy, whatever that pokey thingy is, if she didn't game with that, it would have got me. Well, it wouldn't have got me, it would have just w- crawled up my leg.
1: Yeah, this, this little, little, little tiny baby squirrel leg. that was scared half to death would have got Corey. <gasps> oh, my word. That would have been a tragedy, would it not? So, anyway, I did my best to capture this poor little fellow that was just really terrified. And... uh couldn't do it. I did catch him with, uh, with the little grabby things, and, and I I, got him out of the back bedroom, and I headed him towards the solar door, which I had open, and the front door, which I had opened. No, back into the bedroom, he went right under the door. How he got under that door is beyond me. He must have had to scooch his bones right up. So I um, said, well, I'm going to go eat my dinner where there's nothing I can do. I can't. You know, can't catch him. I have an opening here for him to go out of. Well, to the best of our knowledge, this little squirrel, we hope, is outside. Um, we don't know this for a fact, but I did get a flashlight and check under the bed and in drawers and behind the bed, and, and uh, it was quite, it was quite an experience and it was quite fun. That leads me to tell you about. <coughs> I don't understand quite why Corey was so nervous around this little squirrel. Because for two or three years, for three years, we had a squirrel um, in the neighborhood called Etta. She was kind of our squirrel. I have um, pictures of Etta sitting in my lap. She was a wild squirrel. She did not live in the house. She lived out in 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 the trees and and, in the neighborhood. Uh, But Etta would sit on my lap. One day I was standing out. Somebody had pulled into my driveway, and I was standing, leaning over, arms on the window, head inside the car, and I felt these little feet climbing up my leg, and it was Etta. She, wherever I was, she usually come around because I kept peanuts in my pockets. And so here's this little squirrel climbing up my leg, and the next thing I know she's sitting on my shoulder. And the man who was in the car His face was priceless when he seen this squirrel sitting on my shoulder. I mean, it was just hysterical. And uh, so Etta got in his car, and he was pretty brave. He didn't jump out or any of the things that some people might do, and she explored his dashboard and his car seats. And so I pulled out a peanut and told her to come on. You can't go home with him. And so we had Etta for about three years, and and she would come up on the porch or wherever we were at, Mornings at 6 a.m. when I went out on my my enclosed front porch as opposed to the open front porch, she would sit on the rail and wait for me to come sit on the enclosed porch with my coffee. And I would ignore her. If she got tired of waiting for me, she would jump off the porch rail, come to the door, which is glass, stand up on her hind legs, and tap on the glass so that I would give her her breakfast. It was was just a heartwarming nature experience, and and we really, really enjoyed it. Unfortunately, we do live within the village of Richmond, Maine, and Etta met her demise with uh, a four-wheeled vehicle, and so um, we don't have Etta's company anymore, and and it makes us kind of sad because our postman, whose name is Rusty, he is... uh, He's a wonderful person. He's a good mailman, too, uh, most of the time. Sometimes he brings bills. I told him to put them in file 13, but he doesn't listen. He says he's got to bring it. But my uh, my mailman, Rusty, is, uh, was very fond of Etta and carried peanuts with him. And his sub, which would uh, take Rusty's place on days that Rusty was off during the regular week, didn't carry peanuts And one day. I was sitting on the front porch, and and Etta always waited for Rusty every day to come and give her her peanuts. Well, Rusty was off, and the sub was on. He came up on my porch, put my mail in, said hello. He left. He was walking up the street, and Etta said, where are my peanuts? And I'm serious. She went, chatter, chatter, chatter. Where are my peanuts? Well... The mailman, the subman, did not pay any attention. He didn't have a clue. And across the street were a group of people who also were friends of Etta, you could say. And uh, they're yelling, give the squirrel some peanuts. Give the squirrel some peanuts. He's throwing his hands up saying, I don't have any peanuts. Well, Etta doesn't understand English. The only word she understands is peanut. And she's chasing the meal man. She's running after him. Picture this, if you will, this little squirrel running uphill because we do live on the top of a hill. Running uphill, chasing after the meal man. Her tail was just a flicking back and forth, and she was just chattering, chattering, chattering. And uh, it was the most comical sight. We all, the whole neighborhood, had a blast just watching that. It was just too, too cool. Here's Corey. Well, I don't know what to say. I, she just had a great story,
2: and I, I don't have any story to, to follow that up with, but...
1: Tell them about your new hairdo.
2: Oh, God. My new hairdo is amazing. You can see it on MySpace. You can see it on my official website. Uh, God, what's my official website? Yeah. What is your official? Coryal.com, I had to think. It's C O R Y A L Gary? .com, and that links you to my stick cam, my blog talk, my mom's show, every other place on the world that's important. Um, and I went up a couple weeks ago, I had an art gallery opening that I had to cater, because I'm a dessert caterer, professional dessert caterer for uh, the Richmond Store Gallery. I've done all their openings. I enjoy doing that, too. And I decided I want a new hairstyle, so the opening was May 8th, right?
1: I believe it was May 8th. May eighties.
2: and so that means May 6th was when I got my hair done, right? Wednesday. Well,
1: yep, yeah, on Wednesday. May 6th, I got my hair done. We know it was May 6th because on May 8th I was scheduled for jury duty, my civic, uh, my civic privilege.
2: Well, so I went up and I got my hair done. It looked pretty awesome. We have a great hairstyler up at Kennebec Cutters here in... Richmond. That
1: would be Tracy. She's our favorite hair cutter. She's also uh, an interesting lady. She um, She's a selectman for the town of Richmond, so she has some pretty heavy-duty uh, things that she has to take care of as well as cut hair. So if you're in Richmond, people go to Kennebec Cutters. Anyways, so I got
2: my hair done up there. It looks awesome, all spiky, all done up. I mean... You would think I couldn't look any hotter, but I did.
1: Oh, my God. So go, ego, ego, ego.
2: Go to MySpace and look at the pictures, or they'll be up on the new site for the show soon, too. But it's awesome. I love it. I had three girls over for the art gallery opening, too. They loved it, except they kept wanting to play with the hair. It was really interesting. So we had fun with that. I still love it, but it requires about half an hour to 45 minutes of work every day. And you've never seen me loose with a straightener. If you see me loose with a straightener, it's a nightmare. I burn myself, and I mean, yeah, it's it, it's a disaster. So we have to do half an hour of hair work every day. So anyway, I think we got a caller. So you take care of that.
1: Hello, caller. Welcome to.
0: <laughs> Just call me caller. <laughs>
1: Can I call you? Hey, sis. Nice to hear your
0: voice. (laughs) Hey. (laughs) Nice to hear your voice.
1: You have got to see, if you can, uh, go to your, uh, bring up your chat room. Okay, uh, Blog Talk has redone the chat room. It is
0: way too cool. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I was looking for the address. That's what I was looking for. I don't have it up yet. Oh,
1: it's um, uh, w dot dot well, I
0: got it someplace. I just gotta forward find slash.
1: It. Uh, yeah. Serious got
0: typing, no. Then I gotta put the phone down. <laughs> <laughs>
1: put the yeah.
0: Well, I don't want to. I'm looking for it because I know I got it here someplace. Well, of course
1: you do. I mean, everybody has to have serious business on their fave
0: list. Well, I got it, but I just don't know where I put it. But the, you remember, this is a different computer now. Oh,
1: because that's right. Going. You are on a computer because you are out to camp now. Yes. The land of fishing, boating, and laid-back. Let's not do anything.
0: Living. <laughs> except watch <laughs> the grass grow. Right. And watch the grass grow and the fish jump. That, that works for me. And didn't
1: you? Don't you have pelicans? Is that the bird that that you have out there? Is it and pelicans?
0: Got pelicans, blue herons. Gulls, uh, kingfishers—we got all birds.
1: That sounds like that sounds like a delightful life. Did you guys get the RV all fixed up this morning?
0: No, we, actually, we just got it this afternoon, and Bo and Lynn and the kids just came, so they're unloading everything. <laughs> so that's why I wasn't here to start with because i was out helping mike see if we could find out there's five things wrong with it there's a wire someplace that is not working and we cannot find it anybody that is listening and uh, can help we've got a 95 pace arrow and the the automatic seat's not working the the window isn't auto, automatic window isn't working and oh there's three or four thing i can't remember them all several things that aren't working they're all grouped together oh the hydraulic jacks to level it aren't working we don't know we've checked all the fuses we've checked all the wiring and uh haven't found it yet we don't know what's wrong
1: so when when uh, you and your husband get this this RV back um, into shape, I understand <laughs> sitting for a couple of years. So these are just things that have to be uh, taken care of. Do you plan on uh, taking a trip to Maine? Uh, sorry, do you plan on taking a trip?
0: <laughs> I would love to take a trip, but you know, if we do, it would be south because in the winter time. It's a little cold here in Minnesota.
1: <laughs> it's the sunshine? I would,
0: I would trip all year along if um, I
1: could. It's 84 degrees year-round in Maine, you know.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Is that minus 84 in, in January and February? Tom. <laughs>
1: um, well, um, uh, on that happy note, if you could talk to Mike, your husband, and uh, talk about maybe a fall trip,
0: yes, early yeah. would be nice, yeah. Thing. Yeah. You yeah. could actually
1: park in my private driveway, probably.
0: Probably. <laughs> well, um, I, I you know I don't know. It's it's so long, and I've been there. It it the RV is so long. We might get hung up in the middle of it.
2: <laughs>
1: middle of
0: the driveway? Yeah. Going over the you know. Oh no, that thing that. is
1: stuck down. It's not. It's not very large anymore.
0: Mm.
1: Dorcas could even put her little car in there and not scrape the bottom.
0: Oh, no. okay. Yeah,
1: it's it, it's uh the hump no, is. but
0: what I mean is long, and so by the time you get the front wheels down, then it'll be dragging on the back end. <laughs> That's what I mean. I don't know. That would be. It would be have to look and see.
1: Yeah. Well. Uh, We got the, uh, Corey had, I did get a new weed whacker today. I was telling everybody earlier, I did get a new weed whacker and you are not going to believe this, but I got a gas weed whacker.
0: You did?
1: I did. And uh, I brought it home, put it together and uh, went out and tried it out and it is absolutely, totally awesome.
0: Yeah, good. Anybody have a
1: clue where I was going with that? (laughs) <laughs> so, anyway, I put while I was putting the Weed Whacker together, I had Corey go um, to Main Street Fuel here in Richmond, Maine, owned owned by the Nash family. And they're just a super service. Um, they Corey went over there and he got a gallon of gas for the new Weed Whacker. And while he was there, Mr. Nash came over and told Corey that he had been to the town office, to the codes officer, to see about removing the curb so that he could put a driveway in on the other side of the house that I'm sure you're aware of.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> bet oh. you one happy camper.
1: <laughs> it, it certainly made me happy. Uh, one of my one of my favorite bet... people was just here, Teja Vu, and, and she blinked out. I wonder why. Um, there she is, Teja Vu. Teresa, my friend, welcome to the show.
0: And I'm um, I'm still looking for the, oh, wait, just a minute. Never know. I got it. I think I got it. But I have to bring it up and all that kind of stuff. Log in.
1: So anyway, that was a little bit of good news. And and I'm sure everybody's noticed the title of the show is Never a Dull Moment.
0: (laughs) And there never is there, that's for sure. (laughs) And
1: there is have to perform magic to get in anymore Mm. well I'm glad you made it in you've always been magical to me anyway Teresa so I knew you could do it so um, in my household there is truly never a dull moment and the show is, uh, there's only seven minutes remaining because it's just a small show tonight Um, yesterday was a prime example this is uh, oh, okay. Uh, and Teja te- Vu, Teresa is blessed as always, and she's always a blessing to, to come in, and we appreciate that.
0: I've got lost... one there are coming here. Yeah.
1: People are, are coming in and out, saying guests and so on, so I'm, I'm assuming that... Uh, well, I don't think guests can chat anyway. No, guests can't chat, but I am sort of assuming that uh, because they're coming in and out, there might still be a problem...
0: With uh, oh, the new yeah. tab. I'm, I'm having an error message when, uh, I okay. message all the time here. So I'm not sure what's going on. It says tab has been recovered. And it has done this four or five times. So I don't know what's going on yet.
1: Well, it's been a beautiful day in in Richmond, Maine today, mm-hmm. and um, the weather was actually quite hot. I got uh, all of the green beans. I've been out in the garden and uh, planted green cool. beans, and I Good. have a box, at, uh, a planter box, and it's quite large. I'm your Maine man made that, and uh, guess what I put in it? I went out and I bought radishes, radish seeds.
0: Hey. <laughs> Good, I haven't even got my radishes in yet. we got to well, wait until Wednesday when I get done working, you know, before we can do the garden. Jane, Jane says that's okay because she's not, she doesn't have a whole lot of ambition.
1: Well, I, I was pretty ambitious. Uh, I... I have all my cucumbers. I have my green beans in. My yard is looking pretty terrific. My creeping phlox is definitely creeping. And my dead nettle, we call it dead netty so I can remember. Um. Yeah. I'm not very good at uh, at talking and typing, and, and I'm such a wonderful multitasker usually. So anyway, I've been working in the garden. It's been a beautiful day. We might have uh, thunderstorms tomorrow. Uh, If we do, then it's... uh, Facebook, would you? And uh, so if we do, then I'm just going to stay inside. Uh, I had an invite from uh, the girls, which is my group of of friends here in Maine, to go out tomorrow to a fair at Damascada. It's an alewife's fair. There will be um, a sidewalk art show and crafts and uh, food of course and fried dough if nobody knows what fried dough is you need to come to Maine um, and if you don't know what an alewife is we have four minutes left and I'm going to tell you what an alewife is if you don't know
0: is that again
1: alewife I'm going to spell it A-L-E-W-I-V-E, alewife. I I say that with a, thank you, Teresa. I I say that uh, with this accent, and and perhaps it's hard for some people to understand, but an (laughs) alewife is a fish. Oh. And it's... In it's spawning season as we speak. That means all of these fish are rushing upriver over these dams that are built in. And they are quite a sight to see they're a silverfish. And when the sun is shining, it just looks like molten sil- silver rushing uphill in this water. And people, what they do is they catch these fish, and they just net them. Um, and they're then they are they There's smoke smelt. Well, no, these are much larger than smelts. These are alewives. As a matter of fact, I would suggest anybody that's interested uh, look them up on Google. Just A L E W I V E and uh, fish. And um, they smoke these. And my husband, on your main man, absolutely loves these fish when they've been smoked. And I want to tell you what. You better put them in the barbecue pit, because if you let them heat them up in the house, in the oven, your house smells like stinking fish for a month. (laughs) Those are the smelliest things I have ever tried to heat up. I would rather cook a smelt in the house than an alewife heated up. Puke. But it's the main thing. It goes right with the lobsters, the clams, the oysters. No, not oysters. Mussels, that kind of thing. Um, It's just one of those things. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, we have two minutes of the show left, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn it over to Corey, and I want to thank Teresa for coming in. I always love to see your smiling face here, and uh, it's appreciated. Please listen to the archive if you get a chance, because I want you to know that the first 15 minutes of the show tells you about an experience that we had tonight, in our home, that will surely convince you that in my household, there is never a dull moment. So please, listen to the archives. It'll come up about five or ten minutes after the show's over. The first 15 minutes are absolutely hysterical. Teja vu, you have a wonderful weekend, too. Barbara from Minnesota, you have a wonderful weekend, too. Corey, I I
0: will.
2: Okay, this last 90 seconds is mine to talk about whatever I feel like talking about. So I'd like to send out a little note to the world that the uh, la, 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 Corey Live's radio bedroom will be coming back hopefully soon. I remember we did the show, did our New Year's special, and said on the night of the New Year's special, which was New Year's Eve, New Year's night, that we were going to be back in a week. We still haven't came back. Well, that's because we are looking for a new cast and a new co-host for a radio drama slash live talk show. Get information, send me a message at my MySpace, find that at coryal.com or radiobedroom.com. And soon we'll have a new site for a couple other of our shows and a couple other things. Mom and I will be working on a couple new shows together too, I hope. So everyone check that out, check our archives out here. Feel free to get in touch with us. Check out a couple other shows I'm working with. I'm still working with Leopard Lady at ntlrockradio.com. Check them out, they're doing a really great production over there at Toxic Tunes, so... I'll be working with them, and I'm going to be working with a couple new
1: stations within the next week. So thank you. And I want to say good night, Austin Powers. I want to say good night, Al Jolson. I want to say good night, Horatio. And I want to say good night, Richard Halpert. Good night, Teresa. Good night, Geth. Good night, Barbara. God good bless night. America. Good night. Good night, everyone.
0: You've just listened to an IYR The Classics broadcast. Learn more about IYR The Classics at theclassics.itsyourradio.com. It's your radio, the future of radio. www.itsyourradio.com